Hi, everyone. There are now two ways that you can donate to the Opera and Coffee podcast. You can either visit my website at www.candashaughnessy.com and then click on the contact donate page and donate to Opera and a Coffee through PayPal. You can also go to the main anchor website for this podcast and donate there. Um, all proceeds that are donated will be put into website production and into all of the other ventures surrounding this podcast, hopefully in the future paying uh, people for interviews and for their time and energy, as well as other things related to the podcast and the blog. I would like to keep this podcast and a lot of the content that I make free or as inexpensive as possible and donation would help me do that. So visit my website, click on the contact donate link and you can donate through PayPal there or you can go to the anchor slash opera and coffee podcast website and donate there. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Opera and Coffee podcast. I am your host, Candace Shaughnessy, and this is episode number 23, Productivity. And I decided to just give it the name Productivity because that's that's what I'm talking about today. Uh, before I get into this, I have one more thing to kind of tell you about. I know I always have my anchor ad before I start my episode, but this is an ad for me. So this summer, and we are in 2022, which I can't believe sometimes. I remember whenever the new millennium started and I have students that were born after that, which is crazy to me anyway. So this summer, July of 2022, I will be hosting or teaching as it were, a class called the singing biz class. And this is mostly a class for recent graduates of college and conservatory. And it covers all of the stuff that you need to know about being a singer that doesn't have anything to do with singing. So income streams, budgeting, taxes, health insurance, retirement, marketing, how to build a website, how to deal with social media marketing, unions, resumes, headshots, all of that fun stuff. And I would say that this is actually also a really good class for those of you who just need a refresher. If you took my business of the performer class at AMDA, this is going to be similar, but it's going to get much deeper and much more um, detailed. And also it's obviously going to be updated. So if you took that class even like two years ago, might not be a bad idea to join us for this class. It is on sale i have an early bird special so if you sign up before june 1st the class is 270 dollars and after june 1st it goes up to 300 this is a five-week class and it's every sunday 7 p.m to 9 p.m and with this class there's also going to be 
some sort of group situation. I'm looking into a couple options for that, but we are going to have some sort of platform to speak as a group. I'm thinking a Discord server. I'll get back to you on that. And then you will also obviously have access to me, and it is going to be a pretty intensive class. There will be a lot like homework assignments and discussion points and things like that. And it's really to get you jump started into how to build a career on the outside after you get out of this beautiful world of school or if you just need a refresher and need to jump start that again that's what this is for so consider joining me for the singing biz class it is on my website if you click on store it is under store and it just says the singing biz class you can also find it on my instagram obviously follow me at, at opera and coffee and it there is a post about it i think it's the second post currently um or you can just go to my link in bio and it's there so it's in a thousand places anyway okay let's talk about productivity so my productivity hacks that i'm going to give you are the ones that work for me so hopefully this will be helpful to you but we all have different schedules and different ways we deal with productivity there are so many good books out there on this and I will talk about him forever, but I love Cal Newport and his viewpoints on productivity. He has a great podcast called Deep Questions that I really enjoy. So some of these are from him and some of these are just things that I figured out on my own over time because he's not a musician, but obviously we are, or we are actors or some other form of performing artist. So this will come in handy some of this will come in handy and you're not necessarily going to hear this from Cal. So, um, keep a schedule. This is the first one. Keep a schedule somewhere, a written schedule in like an old school planner is cool. Some people are really into that. I am a big Google calendar person. I have the app on my phone. I always know where I have to be and what time I'm very good at like keeping track of things that way. I color code everything because I'm intense. You don't have to do that. Do whatever you want. Um, but this is the big productivity hack that I actually did not figure out until really like the pandemic, admittedly, because we are so used to in the world of the performing arts, like packing out our schedule because time is money for us usually. But I will tell you, if you are able to financially do this or work towards this only fill about two thirds of your time. The reason why I say that is because if you fill about two thirds of your time, you have another third of your time where you can do things like go to the grocery store, um, finish things like grading, finish things like, you know, anything that has to do with your bookkeeping or upkeep of your website. Remember that our job, even though time is money, like if you spend time teaching a voice lesson, you are getting paid for that time. There is administrative work that comes on top of that. And I was not the best at always realizing that and taking care of it properly. So it's just something to note. Like we have 
white space in our schedule to take care of those kinds of things. So I would say only fill about two thirds of your time with, I gotta be this place at this time. The rest of it, you can figure out how to use that to your advantage. Um, number two, some of you may not be able to use the first part of this. So I'm going to give you the second part. If you live in a city like New York, like I do, where you have to sit on subways and trains and ferries and all the rest of it for long stretches of time, I use a lot of my time on the subway as my administrative time, admittedly. I will sit there and write out my emails and deal with my schedule and I will literally save things until I get on the subway. Now, granted, if you live in New York, you know this, which those of you that don't live here, this is just like part of living in New York. But <laughs> if you're on the subway and you are underground, but you're not at a station in New York, you don't have any Wi-Fi connection. But once you hit the station, you get a Wi-Fi connection about like, I'd say 70% of the time. <laughs> so you kind of have to plan out like when you're going to send emails, but you can draft them while you're sitting on the train. And that for me, at least takes a while. So, or you can deal with your schedule. I will sit there and brainstorm things like podcast episode ideas. I literally keep a notes in my phone where I just type in podcast episode ideas or like my to-do list. I'll sit there and do that. So like you can really use that time effectively because you're essentially just sitting on a train or sitting on a ferry or sitting on a plane or whatever you're doing. So use commuting time as admin time. It's like the most beautiful thing to do. Now, if you don't live in a big city and I did not for the vast majority of my life, I've only lived in New York for maybe six years at this point, going on six years soon. Um, before that I lived in Pittsburgh and I used to have to drive sometimes very far distances to either get to gigs or I, my first year out of college, which I still laugh about this. I, one of my teaching gigs was an hour and a half away. Why I did that to myself? I don't know, but I would have to drive an hour and a half away every single day to go to this teaching gig. Uh, no, every single week, sorry, not every single day. It was once a week, but and I would teach a 12 hour day. You're only 22 once friends. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> it was craziness. But, um, so when I had a life like that, or if I'm in a situation like that, and I still do this, I schedule my administrative time. So I actually schedule it in blocks, especially if I know that I need it, I will schedule it into my schedule. Like a voice lesson or a coaching or, you know, a gig, like I have to be there and I have to sit down on my computer and I have to like plow through a bunch of things. It saves you so much time and energy. And here's also a pro tip with that. And I'm going to do a whole episode on this in the future, but figure out how you're wired and then pick the best time possible to get that administrative work done. So I am a person who I need to do the stuff that I hate doing in the morning because <laughs> I'm a, I'm not a morning person. Um, but B, if I get it done, it's done. 
I am much more creative later in the day. So it's better if I get the boring, obnoxious, administrative stuff done first, and then I can go about my day. So administrative stuff usually is actually one of the first things I do. I, I like to get all of that done before I have to deal with anything else in my day. You might be wired very differently. Go with the way that you're wired, okay? Just figure out what that is. It might take some trial and error and then, you know, schedule your administrative time accordingly. Um, number three, <laughs> now this one is impossible for some people and I completely understand that, but this is just my system that I really, really try to implement is I always try to get my inbox at the end of my work day, whatever that might be, to zero or as close to zero as possible. Now, does that mean that there are unanswered emails? Yes. I put those in my start email box. I'm a Google, I'm a Google Gmail person. So it's every single email has a job. Either I've answered it, I've ignored it because, you know, junk email, or it goes into starred emails so that I know that either that's something I have to reference later or I have to answer later. So, and the reason this works for me is again, I like to end my day knowing that I have, I am done for the day and then tomorrow I wake up and I can go deal with everything again. I am also just not a person who is wired to work 24 seven. I did that in my twenties and those days are done and I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so it's just something to, to think about. If you're a person who, for whom that is absolutely impossible, I completely understand. Okay. Number four clean out your phone of like apps you're not using and clean out your computer of things you're not using put it on a on a thumb drive put it on an external hard drive put it into the cloud whatever you got to do make your workspace your physical one which means your desk or whatever and your online workspaces so your computer your phone your ipad as clean as possible. Make them as clean and organized as possible. Then create a system where everything gets a job. Create a system where everything gets a job. So for example, on my desktop, I have a folder for pretty much everything. Unless it is of extreme importance and then it doesn't have a folder. This is just the way that I work. So it's not like a screen full of just stuff. I know where everything is and I can access it at the drop of a hat. If I do not use an app for a month, I delete it off my phone. Unless it's something that I know is just something I use very infrequently, I need to leave there. So clean out your phone, clean out your computer, and then have a system for like, if I don't use this app for two months, it goes away. So you're, you're not dealing with a barrage of stuff and junk all the time because that causes attention residue. And if you listen to Cal Newport stuff, this will make a lot of sense. So you have like 
we are very limited creatures in terms of our attention and you want to make your job with attention as easy as possible so that's where all of this is coming from or okay i'm on number five i had to count because <laughs> i didn't put numbers so number five hard work boundaries have hard work boundaries so if there is a day like actually i know tomorrow i i always pre-record these episodes i tend to content batch content so tomorrow i will have a day that is off which means that candace doesn't do any work at all unless it is an emergent thing where i have to answer some email for some extreme emergent reason i don't work i don't work so if there are days like that try to stick to that as best as possible here is why because if this is another cal newport thing but i think it's very important anytime you code switch you have to shift your attention and what i mean by code switch is and let's use a musician example so if you are teaching of teaching voice lessons let's say half of the day and then you have to go to a rehearsal for a gig and sing you you have to do what's called code switching it takes your brain actually about 20 minutes to code switch now if you were teaching voice lessons and you went to sing at a rehearsal you probably have some sort of commute or you have to drive there so you already have to code switch and that will kind of do the job for you but if it's a situation where like let's say it's your day off and you have to do some sort of like home organization thing and you stop to check your email that will cause what's called attention residue so checking your email will distract you from the job you're doing at home and vice versa if you're trying to constantly what's called code switch between like checking your email doing the organizational task so it's actually better if you can have longer blocks of time where you are doing one thing and one thing only or you have designated that time to get things done in the same context it's better for your brain and it's better better for your mental health so it's just something to consider because one thing that i have discovered is when i do that my productivity is much 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 higher here is my last tip for you today and this is a tip that i have to thank my mother for because i grew up with this if you are having a moment where you're like oh my gosh i gotta take care of this and this and this and this and this get it out of your head and down onto a piece of paper write it down put it in your phone get it out of your head this concept is um there's actually an author who came up with this concept who's escaping me right now but basically your brain can only deal with so much information at once again please accept that we are limited beings <laughs> we do not multitask well we do not code switch well and we are very very limited beings so you can only hold so much information in your head at once which means that if there's too much stuff going on in there it's got to get out somehow so sit down write it all out i will do this on occasion i will be like okay i am so overwhelmed and i am bouncing off the walls and i will sit down 
with a notebook and I just brain dump. I call it brain dumping. And I write everything on my mind into the notebook. So it'll be like, you know, get cat's medicine, go to the grocery store, um, copy piece of music for this student, um, visit school and pick up papers, whatever it might be. So it's all out of my head and on a piece of paper. Why is this important? Because then you can take that very concrete thing and organize it. This is like the theme of my life, by the way. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. I can't help myself. So take that which is crazy in a ball of madness and make it into something that you can organize and deal with. So that is the biggest productivity hack is to take all the stuff in your head, put it down on a piece of paper and organize it. And then take that organization and do with it what you will and put it into your systems. Again, that's like a whole other episode systems, but I really think that that is probably the biggest piece of advice out of all of these. So if you enjoyed our, this podcast, come visit me. I'm at opera and at opera and coffee on Instagram. I also have started a YouTube channel that I've had actually forever, but I've just never actually really used it. <laughs> so if you just search like Candace Shaughnessy, I'm sure you can find me on YouTube. I'll have to get better at that. Admittedly, YouTube is, I'm very new to the whole YouTube thing. So come visit me and sing strong friends. Talk to you next week.